Bada bing, bada boom. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the gay days of our lives. And I'm Tom. With me today is our core group. Carl. And Daniel. Now I added a little bottom end to everybody. How do you how do you like the extra bottom end I gave you? Oh, I love a good bottom. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, the 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 the. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was I was just going. You don't know. You thought you knew. Death is good. The equalization. It's a yeah, base I, control. I, yeah, no, I, base I knew control. it. I knew it was. You a knew four, it was. And Yeah, but you I, knew it was the yeah. base control. All right. But, so. I, but I do love a good bottom. Good. Good. A good okay. bottom end. Not not that you needed it, but I just felt it would. Beef the thing. No, you, you don't need beefing up. It. You certainly don't need beefing up, but a little extra oomph. So mm. I think we beat this to death. Now, earlier, Daniel, in another episode, which I think is never going to see the light of day, but episode number one, which had some technical problems and no one will ever hear, I believe you said something like in passing, as you know, I prefer the company of older gentlemen. Did you say that? I did, yes. You did. Would you elaborate on that? Uh, sure. Um, well, you know, I I personally feel um, that I have a connection with older gentlemen, um, and those have been in, um, if you look back at my dating history, I've dated men that are older than I am. And I enjoy that partly because it's a maturity level. Most um, older men, you know, older meaning, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, you know, however Well, there, many there's years. a lot of difference between 5 and 10 and 15 and 20 and 25 and 30. Okay. A wow. huge difference. No, I agree. So yeah. I've never dated someone that's less, that's younger than, or within 10 years of my age. At least plus 10. At You're saying plus, at least plus at least 10. At least plus 10. All right. In a different decade. Got it. And that's, it's not like, it's not by conscious choice. It just kind of happens that way um, in my my dating history. And I I think I would attribute that to, there's a maturity level that I can relate to that I can't necessarily relate with people in my own age group. But now, what about the the pop culture difference? I've asked you a couple times about do you know who Johnny Mathis is? Do you know who George Carlin is? Do you know who Perry Mason is? These are these are generational gaps mm-hmm. between younger people and older people. Now, if you're dating or seeing or married to a person of the previous generation altogether, there are going to be these culture gaps. What do you think about that? I've never had any issues, actually. In fact, I love to learn. So if there's something that I, you know, I I like to be able to learn something, and in return, maybe I can teach my partner something, um, you know, of equal or lesser value. We were at a restaurant the other day. Carl, you were going to say something. Well, yeah. Case in point, um, your, your little friend there, the ones that you love so much, she's got a video out now. I just saw it the other day where she's got the face masks on. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Um, Lady Gaga. And it was fantastic mm-hmm. that she should adapt that so closely to her whole persona early mm-hmm. on. Um, she's brilliant. 
but I'm, I always discounted her as being uh, just kind of a kind of a, a female equivalent to a hat act, okay. you know, which or like had a young, all of this huge stuff going on, or all like this something, production, or someone's. There was nothing really there. It yeah. turns out uh, the big production is there because she's got a lot to say. She does have yeah. a lot to say, yeah. and and it's so, meaningful. Yeah. So this whole generational thing to me works both ways. Mm-hmm. We were in the restaurant the other day. You said let's stop and get some food. So we stopped at what was that little place there on Fort Lowell? La Botana. La Botana. Good there place. I had never been yum, in there. Yum, yum. There was music on this system. Mm-hmm. You were bopping and dancing and lip syncing to the songs on the radio. Yes, I remember that. I didn't know what they were, and you said. How do you, what do you mean you don't know who that is? Because I didn't know who it was. One of the people I did recognize, who, would, who was it I recognized? Selena. Selena, right. I've looked on the radio. I cannot find Selena on the radio. Mm. But maybe I'm not on the right channel. But mm, She's got to be all over. She's got to yeah, be she's somewhere. All over. But anyway. So it is important that it go both ways. I don't want to be in the position of lecturing to my younger friends about Oh, you need to watch Perry Mason. Oh, you need to play some Johnny Mathis records. You don't need to do any of that. Mm-hmm. None of that is required at all. Yeah, and um, the the relationships that I've had in the past and currently present have been really um, based on a some common uh, level of in, you know common interest, and <clears throat> age isn't an issue, but. Um, I do like men that um, know what they like, you know, behind closed doors and, you know, are, are fairly experienced. They, you know, know what to do in bed and in life. You haven't met younger guys, guys your age? There's guys your age that certainly know what they're doing in bed. Of course, of course. But, you know, I would say it's uh, guys my age, it's more of a hookup culture and not necessarily a relationship culture. Okay. And I like I like relationships. Okay. No and and relationships can evolve over time and look differently, you know, you know, day one and from, and how they're going to look in day one thousand. Who knows? They do. They're this organic mm-hmm. compound that we create. Yeah, and I think us as gay men have that ability to. Um, not necessarily fall into a category of how a relationship should look, act, or be. Um, and we can evolve over time with likes, dislikes, and interest. Interests change over time. And luckily, I've had partners um, that appreciate that in communicating those needs, wants, and desires in straight culture, there's the whole cougar concept, an older woman who likes a younger man. Mm-hmm. And, of course, everybody knows that older men are all after younger women. These are all cliches in straight culture. I actually saw a video the other day where it described a hot woman is the same, is equivalent, a hot younger woman is equivalent to an older rich guy. Like, they're, they're one of the same... They're, Kind of synonymous so in a way. they're these co-equals. Yes. Oh. Like a hot, young, not necessarily wealthy woman, but, you know, she's, you know... She's you know, got her shit together. Yeah, like a young, a very attractive woman who may not necessarily have a lot financially or anything like that to offer to uh, 
older wealthy guy you know like the the older guy is attracted to the younger woman but it, it, they're saying that a younger woman who's very attractive is is like a <clears throat> is like being a rich dude hmm does that translate directly across into gay culture? Uh, I guess a, a ugly rich dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, being is sexy. Being yeah, an older, like I'm an older gay male compared to a younger gay male. I feel like I'm inherently less physically attractive because I'm old. No, not at all. Okay. Can you say that again louder? No, not at all. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that. Now, I do want to switch gears. If you want and you think of anything else, come right back. Okay. But there was something on Facebook the other day that I saw, and I wrote it down because it just knocked me over. It was on the uh, LGBTQA plus site okay. page. Mm -hmm. And a woman on the site had this big dialogue going back and forth. She reprinted big chunks of it. Her basic premise was, gay white men are just as dangerous and privileged as cis-het white men. And dangerous that started in, in terms of feeling privileged, feeling powerful, uh, throwing their weight around. I could see that. You, you, you think see, so? You, you see a lot of that stuff on social media where it's the, um, you know, very well-to-do younger gay men with six-pack abs, you know, living their best life with, you know, five cars that are all valued at, you know, $100,000 plus. Now, you, okay, you only have three cars with your six-pack abs, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not quite there yet. You're getting there, but you're not quite there yet. I'm sorry. But, no, I can, I can see that, um, that where, like, gay white men that are um, well-to-do are entitled or privileged. The privilege is the key word. Yes. So whether, Carl. Part of that was, you'd find in the description, I enjoy the company of other men of means. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So the stratification, the social, socioeconomic stratification is very prevalent. Goes in gay is it cuts across everything? Yeah, okay. it, it's in gay culture too. So that's kind of all. I think that's maybe all she was saying. Because at first I thought, what is she? Where is she coming from? Is this like some kind of anti-male thing? But it's not an anti-male thing. No, it's it, the and unfortunately the people that are being forgotten at this point in time are the trans community. Mm -hmm. You know, um, being uh, so being a trans. You know, minority is unfortunately um, bottom of the totem pole, and I think we need to raise awareness and bring that to the forefront so we can make a conscious effort to not make that be an issue. Okay. Now the uh, there was another topic here that popped up again on the internet. I'm shamelessly using the internet as my mining field to. Look for interesting stuff to talk about. Well, as we all do right now, especially. Yeah, yeah. So there was a thought experiment that was conducted by a bunch of university professors, and it had to do with uncertainty, the uncertainty principle, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, and Einstein's relativity, and all this, and you're thinking, what does any of this have to do with anything? 
It started out, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? This is a question that's been asked for a long time. Well, these people took it way beyond. So if you were if you were locked in a room with another person as part of a metaphysical experiment to determine the nature of reality, that's what it basically revolved around. Mm -hmm. Would people on the outside of the room know that you were in there? Would they believe that you were in there after you came out? And I have no idea where this is going, but I, I just thought it was, I thought it was a bit provocative. Would come out in a box. No, the idea Excuse is, me. the idea is, if, if no one's there to perceive it, did it happen? You exactly, know? that's so, really it, yeah. So I think if you are perceiving something, whatever that may be, it happened to you. It may not have happened to someone else. I, and I think that's that goes along the same line as, you know, everybody is a summation of their own individual experiences. If our non-sex lives, if our thinking lives, if our driving around making a living lives and watching TV lives that have nothing to do with our sex lives, if those are holographic AI projections, and even we go outside and look at the stars in the sky, that's a 2D holographic projection also maybe, okay. then is our basic genetic bodily functioning, is that the only thing that is real? Or do we really have sex organs and do we really masturbate and do we really come? Is that the only part of us that's, and we eat and we drink and we go to the bathroom, is that the, are those the only things that are real and everything else is an AI projection, hmm. or is even th is is even that? I know. Are, are we projections? <laughs> are we entirely projections? That's so that that keeps me awake at night. Does okay, it? very nice. Yeah. I, um, kind of a, along the same lines. Um, I, you know, we we all do things differently. We all experience things differently. For example, um, there so there's an intersection very close to my house, right by the freeway, that I always slow down at and the reason for that was many many years ago when i was driving i barely missed getting in a car accident and it would have been a bad accident had this one car who ran a red light actually t-boned my car okay it, it was fractions of a second yeah milliseconds yes yeah. i and so every time i come up to that intersection it's like ptsd yeah yeah and i i have to slow down because I never want to be in that situation again or that close, have a close call like that. Um, so, I mean, is that a projection? Uh, that's a projection of the past onto the future. Absolutely right. Yet it's been boiled down to once bitten, twice shy. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Now, the other topic I want to talk about is this health story out of, New York City, and mm -hmm. we have it dialed up on the computer. Carl hasn't seen this yet, but I read it the it's other day. Daniel read it, and uh, Carl's going to kind of scan through it here on the other computer while we're gearing up for this. The question is, but can you have sex? But can you have oh. sex in the age the of... Yes. Yeah. So here are some tips. Okay. And how many are there? There's several. Yeah. With subparts... Okay, physical great. barriers, like a wall between well, you well, okay. and someone here, here, having sex. Here is, 
uh, here is the loveliness of language. Have sex only with people close to you. As There's opposed to emotionally <laughs> or physically. Are we breaking social distancing rules here? Uh, I would say if you're going to have sex, we would need to, you know. Who wants to masturbate with somebody else in down the hall? Okay. I mean, well, there's a there is a part number <laughs> I'm one of the jack off, but you're going to be in one room. I'm going to be in the next room. <laughs> Should we leave the door open? The intercom on. <laughs> and how, have you ever sold a house with an intercom? One of these old yes, houses. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Do, and do they work usually? Or they they usually, do. Yeah. They usually work. Are they selling points? No. No. Nobody no. cares. I'm the only one that would care. <laughs> no, it's usually in these homes that are like five, six, seven thousand square feet. Yeah, oh. yeah, you know, would, you'd need, yeah, need that instead of yelling. Right. Is right. Ready. Mm-hmm. But you can play the radio through every room mm-hmm. in the house. Most of them have an external plug. You connect your phone and send Pandora through the entire well, house. Well, typically, this is pre-cell phone. Right. Oh, know. yeah. These are houses from the 60s, 50s, 50s, yeah. 60s, 70s even. Yeah. Okay. If you decide to have sex outside of your circle, then... Do everything in your power uh, the to thing, afterwards to clean up. The, <laughs> it's, it's the mask, it's the hand sanitizer, I think the thing, it's the whole thing. It's the same thing. Only yeah, you had sex beforehand. And and gay men, it's like yes, you can have a circle of maybe five, six, seven guys that you regularly have sex with. Just saying, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have sex with six, seven guys. But I'm just. Saying I was going to say, there's a lot of difference uh, between five and six and seven. Those but, are. But I'm just saying, like. Each of those guys probably has another circle of five, six, having it. You know, that, that was one of the things that they, uh, in service I went to over at the Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation, mm-hmm. and it was about that same thing. Yeah. They did that with little cups of Kool-Aid. And you would go around the room, and you would pour a little bit of your Kool-Aid into someone else's class. Okay, so bodily As, fluids. So by the, time, by the time you were finished, everybody had part of somebody else's Kool-Aid. Yep. And it was quite, it, it was effective, it was. But here we are again and with something. I wonder if STI rates are decreasing during COVID. I would think COVID. they would, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking anything uh, sex-focused, including the birth rate, is going to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's some important stuff here. Number four, Carl. Take care during sex. Kissing can easily pass the virus. Avoid kissing. Um, anyone who is not a part of your small circle of close contacts. And that gets back to yeah. what you just said. Each of those people has got a small circle as yeah. well. So it's this Venn diagram. That just ever, keeps on giving. Yeah, right. Because each of those people has got another a few you know so and if everybody has a few and they're and it's different with gay men they you know who's who really what people what guys are doing who knows well it's just and it goes back to hiv we go right back 30 years 40 years to what we all went through thinking oh my god now what my friend in palm springs who was telling me about this hot hookup he just had and i wrote back and i said i thought Nobody was hooking up. He wrote back and said, oh, I got tested. I have my negative test so I can show anybody. <laughs> and the other guy got a negative test. Plus, we don't kiss. That was his, those are his criteria for saying, it's okay. This yeah, guy no. can fuck me. So he's a bottom man. 
He is. This, yeah, yeah. Uh, where? Oh, my, we you didn't tell, tell this part, Carl. Wear a face covering or a mask. Heavy breathing and panting can spread the virus, so don't heavy breathe and pant. I know when you're getting. Who <laughs> <laughs> we ever want that? Where's the part about the uh, barrier here? Is that farther it's down on, here? On page three. Well, see, th this is this is squeezing sex into this little narrow band. Just or action, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, but and some I'm people want it to be just a physical well, act, yeah. and some people want to be just a hole or just a dick or just a mouth. I'm oh, here we go. Just dicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Make it a little kinky. Be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls that allow contact, sexual contact, while preventing close face-to-face -face contact. Face, In other words, face down, ass up, <laughs> glory holes. In other words, the glory hole. This is the New York City Health Department. These are people on the public payroll, writing, sitting down, and writing this stuff. So the okay, is, this is this kind of goes back to you know having these rough raw conversations. Somebody needed to do this. Somebody did. Somebody needed to yeah. put this out there yeah. and tell people, hey, like if you're gonna do it, do it the right way, and you know let's try to slow the spread of the virus. And that's a good thing. If it really does, if the, if it if it has that effect, good. So sex act, but no intimacy. That's kind of my takeaway. Mm -hmm. I agree. And you'll see that often pre-COVID, too. Yeah. Guys, you know, would want to hook up, but they wouldn't want to kiss because they reserve kissing and that level of intimacy for their or partner. The closest their, to them. Yeah, yeah their boyfriend. how everything is valued, mm -hmm. either up or down the scale, mm -hmm. and differently with different, different guys. people. So it, it's always this... Kind of feeling out what's going on. It's a game. Yeah, it's a game. And some now, are good at it. And some are still picking it up. Since we last visited, we are on Anchor.fm/slash Tom Daniel Carl. That is a title. That's the official title. But our unofficial title is what, Carl? Days no, there's another. Oh, there's more. Oh, pen left. Would you talk about that, please? Pen left. And please point the microphone at your face when okay. you're talking, otherwise we can't hear Pen you. left is, I guess, the actual title of this, although Gay Days of Our Lives is the official address at gmail.com. Yes, we want to plug that again a yes, few more do. times later, but go ahead. Okay, pen left is really about... Uh, Pan meaning everything. So the idea of pan left is that we deal with everything uh, that we that we wonder about that is progressive, and that is new thought that a lot of people are wondering. But there are few places you can really find out the information. You can't talk to people directly these days. That's for sure. So Pan Left is what we're doing, giving you some info that we're wondering about and that we hope to hear from you about what you would like to hear about. There is an email address, gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. That's all jammed together, gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. One more time, Tom. Everyone go around. You say it. Gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. Say it slower. Gay days 
of our lives at gmail.com. But the gay days of our lives is, is all jammed together. No spaces, no, no spaces, underscores, no nothing. No okay? periods, all no right. nada. If you write to us on there, I will get the email and you can suggest a topic. Or you can say what you like or don't like about our show. Yeah. And then we'll bring feel it up next to, time. And then feel free to send pictures too. I don't know what we're going to do with them other than what are we going to do with them? Look at them. Okay, I don't think we have a way to post pictures yet because right now this is audio only. Do audio we have a Okay. If we have a if we can figure out a way to do pictures, I think there's also a way to leave a voice message. If you are a, a member of anchor.fm, it's a free sign in, create an account or Spotify, either one. You can push the message button and then your microphone on your computer will come on and you can say, "Hi. This is this is Bob, and I listen to your show, and I have this question. And we can play that into the show live with your voice. So a lot of things can happen. I always like the, the one where uh, people say, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, first, some, I'm a first-time listener and a many-time caller. No, long-time listener, first-time caller. I said it backwards as a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that an insulting <laughs> fake laugh? Is that what that was? <laughs> well, <laughs> there's been uh, almost uh, 26 minutes here of epistemological pontification. Notice how I combine the two words of the day into a single phrase of the day. Mm. Can you... S so, uh, by the way, so, so yesterday, so I started doing affirmation cards. Affirmation cards? Yes. Are yeah. these physical things you print? Yeah, no, well, they're, they're like cards that I bought online, and it's supposed to be like an affirmation of the day. Is it a physical box yeah, with like a card a in yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, it's like Got a it. deck of cards. Got it. And my affirmation card was joy oh. and then it gives a little uh, it gives a little synopsis of joy and whatever 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 like how to insert joy into everything that you do wow um and then you're supposed to read it out to affirm your affirmation i did and one of the examples they give you in the affirmation is that you are uh, pretend that you are oval uh, orville redenbacher and the world is your popcorn, and the butter is your joy. So spread the butter all over the popcorn. <laughs> and I thought that was so hilarious, but it, it stuck with me, and I love it because Did I. The, which part? The butter stuck. Yeah. Well, the spreading the, the joy, the the butter right. joy all yeah. over the world. I, you know, I loved it. Just everyone loves popcorn. Yes. Who does not like popcorn? Yeah. yeah. And. You know, it's wow. symbolic. You know, inserting joy. You know, you could you could look at the world. Um, is the glass half empty or is it half full? Or hey, it's a refillable glass. I could put more water inside it. Circling the well. Oh, yeah. Uh, or or it's uh, it's something that just keeps on giving. A, spring. a sprinkler mm -hmm. can spring a leak. <laughs> Oh no! You don't have your. Is that tomorrow's card? Already. No, 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 no. <laughs> have you cheated and looked ahead at the other cards? I, I know I do not. Good. Good. Are there three hundred and sixty-five? You're of a them? man of character. No, there. I think there's a total of fifty in the deck. 
15? So, yeah, and you're supposed to shuffle them by time to time. Oh. And, I, I mean, there, there's you can buy, I think there's a total of, like, 10 different decks that you can buy. Oh. So, I, I only bought two decks, so I have a total of 100 cards. Okay. And I think I'm going to start giving them out as gifts. Actually, I think the whole are. box yeah, you'll, just you'll give a person a box. Yeah. Wow, I'll bring you guys a box. Well, that's generous. All right, circling back to our first topic, which was older men, younger men. Do you find that older men are more cynical and less joyful than younger men, or vice versa, as a general rule? I wouldn't say that's a general rule, however, I have run to several cynical men out there. Um, partly because they, uh, they may have had a rough time coming out or, or you know, realizing their sexuality and how, I, in fact, there was a gentleman who I met who said, you know, Daniel, you grew up in a generation where you didn't have to earn being gay. And I, at first I didn't understand that. He was talking about, you know, you didn't have to see your friends dying in hospitals in San Francisco. Um, you didn't have a dying of AIDS, that is. And <clears throat> you didn't have to deal with being in the closet for as long as I did, or this, or that, 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 you know. And, and I get it. I, I, you know, it's always good to pay homage or to, you know, learn from the past so we don't make those mistakes or... So guilty you into humility? Yeah. Is that I, what I this guess, was? I guess, you know, Good but God. but there was this gentleman yeah. who, and he, I think he just had this, you know, thing of like, like happy young gay men, I guess. Gay men that are young that... We're living their lives. He, How I think, dare you? I, I think because he didn't necessarily have that, unfortunately. But you're saying that is not a general rule, or you do find that more? Yeah, than no, I would say that's the exception. That he was the exception? Yeah, he was really? the exception. Wow. Um, there may be other gay men, older gay men, that feel the same way. They just don't voice their opinions. I kind of do feel that way, but I don't voice I don't. Who wants to hear it? Nobody wants to hear it. Well, what good that, does it do? It also is an old stereotype. Mm -hmm. The bitter old queen yeah. is <laughs> a very old trope. Mm -hmm. And I think we're moving away from, from it. But there are a number of people who really cling to that. Mm -hmm. Because it's comforting. Yeah. If you wrap yourself in all of this stuff and keep people at bay then you're not going to be hurt again. Well, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just interesting. I'm interested in your perception of young gay men that are <clears throat> out at a younger age that, you know, are, are living, you know, gay happy lives from 12 years old or whatever, 15 years older. Do you We're, have any thoughts on young gay men? I do. Um, I, I, see, I see that as a generation coming up who is much better balanced. Mm -hmm. They're more evenly balanced as whole people than we were. We, we had to kind of chop ourselves up into different people, and we couldn't really coalesce as, as you have. Mm -hmm. um, I see that quite a bit with guys in there. Um, late 20s, early 30s, uh, to 40 even, that uh, 
their world is whole. Um, it's how it should be. It brings to mind a song. They're the luckiest people in the world. Drawing a blank. But I like it. You, you, have, you, you have the songbird. Of, you're, you're the songbird of a generation. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, we are going to do a full-blown karaoke of L is for the way you look at me. Oh, oh we are going to do it. We're going to work on it, and we're going to close out the show with I've it one of these karaoke. days. I really don't want to. You only have to do one letter. A barbershop quartet. <laughs> A trio, barbershop trio. A barbershop trio. We can trio. overdub. We can, a, a second, one of the people can okay, come back in I'll a second time. I'll practice, I'll practice, I'll practice you do with that. V. Okay. All right. Jeez. All right. So uh, I just wanted to close out here with number two. When it says, have sex only with people close to you. This is the New York City Health Department. You are your safest sex partner. Yes. Okay. That's correct. No, it's like the only way to... You know, not um, get an STD, HIV, whatever, is yeah. to not have sex. But is life really all about shutting ourselves off from each other to be safe? No. That's that's really what is running the there, entire there's show. There's risk. You know, everybody yeah. engages in some type of risky behavior every day, whether that's getting in a car and driving to the grocery store or, you know... Um, Blow, you know, being in a in a bathtub, blow drying your hair. Who knows? <laughs> Which I can tell you, you've done today. <laughs> you know, I I think um, it's everybody engages in some type of risky behavior um, at some point throughout their day or in life, and it's about how you how you deal how you uh, deal with the risk. Where do you draw the lines yeah. with risk? We don't know where that is right now. We've had six months at least, well, six months almost of this, and we still don't know where to draw the line. So we'll watch for your emails being sent to gaydaysofourlives at gmail.com. Attention Tom, Daniel, or Carl. And until next time, L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you adore. Love. Go ahead, kill it. I know. Kill it for I the know. ending. <laughs> I'll cut it. I need some more.